Here we go. Let's go to God's Word this morning. Important message. And uh, I'm going to talk about trouble and hurt. We're in a series called God Has the Best What? Vision. And I'll have a couple of more messages on this series. We've got Jerry next week. I'll still preach some when, when Jerry's here, but not very long. God has the best vision. Let's go, Rod. Just push me, buddy. God has the best vision. You ever been there? Say. Between a rock and a hard place? Say. How many, when I say you've been between a rock and a hard place, something comes to your mind. Raise your hand. Something comes to your mind. What do you do when you're between a rock and a hard place? We want to talk about that today. But we want to talk about it in light of this series that God has the best vision. And that's the whole point. Let's see what we can see through His eyes. Wouldn't it be nice to see trouble differently? Wouldn't it be nice to go through pain with a song like these two invalid people sang? Say, wouldn't that be nice? Because trouble's coming if it ain't already here. It's hard. Times are hard in life. They get that way. So we want to see double through trouble. What do I mean? Seeing trouble is no problem. Is, is that any problem? Say, trouble comes. Oh, I see it. I see it. There it is. And not only do you see it, you can't sleep because you're looking at it while you're laying in bed. You get up at work, you can't even work right because of trouble. It's there. I can see it. Are you kidding me? Trouble? Anybody can see trouble. But seeing double. Seeing good. Huh. When there's trouble. Now that's going to take some work. That's going to take some special help. Trouble, no problem. But seeing how this is going to be good? Are you kidding me? This is good? Who are you talking to? Well, let's talk about it today. Let's see if I'm kooky. I sort of am. Let's go. See what happens. Seeing double through trouble. And again, I'd like to have a little Bible study time with you. Here we go. The natural man. The Bible says, but the natural man... That's the normal man, doesn't know the Lord or woman. That's just your average Joe. That's just people in general. Without Christ, the natural man receives not the things, say it with me, of the Spirit of God. Now see, that's what we're trying to talk about in this series. God has the best vision. I want to see like God sees. I don't want to be God, no, but I want to see the big picture. I don't want this trouble and crap like that to derail my life. I want to be victorious over this and learn. Help me, Lord. So the natural man can't do that. Because they're received from the Spirit of God. And they are foolishness unto him. Good from trouble. Good from trouble. Get out of my house. You're crazy. If you only knew what happened to me. God's left me. God, you know, God, God, why'd you do this to me, God? Okay? So they don't get it. Neither can he know them, say it with me, because they are what? Spiritually discerned or understood spiritually. Now we've been talking about that whether you know it or not. We talked about faith in this series. Faith. Faith is the substance of things what? Hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. So... The child of God, the follower of Christ, 
We learn the only thing that can please God is having faith in Him. So we believe Him. We believe God. And that's how we can see our way out of this rock in that hard place. Now faith, faith is believing God. But faith is also with hope. Faith is the confident expectation that what we hope for will actually happen. Say that out loud with me. Faith, come on, is the confident expectation that what we hope for will actually happen. Seeing as God sees. Now you can see why crooked TV preachers and people with a warped view have taken advantage of faith and hope. Okay? It was never intended to be hijacked so you'd get rich. You understand that or not? Jesus didn't have a place to even lay his head, but somehow we fat and happy. What's up with that? Now, we're blessed because we live in this great country, and God has blessed this country with jobs, with education, with great things that we've had in our life. Not everybody has it like us. Y'all know that, right? Yes or no? But at the end of the day, whether they have it or they don't have it, one day we're all dying. Period. And Jesus died for everybody so we can be saved. So if we're going to live our life for Christ right here in this country, we need to have faith and hope. And we talked about that last week, hope. This confident expectation, that's what hope is. Hope is a confident expectation. It gives us what? Assurance about things we can't see. Now, if I'm boring you, hang on. We're going to get there. Okay, so we're just reviewing a bit. So vision, we've talked about vision this series. Now Webster gave several definitions, but something like this, it's a sense of sight. But he also put in his definition, say that one with me, a supernatural apprehension and then foresight, foresight. That's Webster's definition. Now having studied the Bible... I've come up with what I believe vision is according to God's Word and what we as believers should see vision as. Okay? And this is what I have come up with. It's a little bit of what Webster said as well. Vision is to see what? Now, can, can, the, can the natural man that doesn't know Christ see supernaturally? No. That comes by the Spirit of God. Okay? But vision is to see supernaturally by supernatural means. Now, we're talking about trouble today, and it's coming. The message is coming. To see trouble supernaturally by supernatural means. I'm not going to look at my circumstance, and I don't have to look at my circumstance the way everybody else looks at my circumstance. That's why you need to be careful getting advice from just anybody. (laughs) You hear me or no? You hear what I'm saying? They'll tell you if you've, you've been cheated on, well, you need to go cheat. And by the way, get you a fifth of whiskey on the way home. I tell you all kinds of things. But if you want to see supernatural and be apprehended by supernatural, by, by supernatural means, then we need to be apprehended by what? Supernatural God. So that's what we're talking about in this series. And let's push it now. Rock in a hard place. So since I belong to God, since I belong to God, since I'm a Christian, since I'm a believer in Christ, I not only can see with eyes that are what? Physical. Everybody can do that as far as situations and circumstances. We can all see trouble. 
But because I'm a believer in Christ, I can also see with eyes that are what? How many would say, absolutely, I have done that and it has helped me in my life? Because he's a man, absolutely. What looked like was curtains to everybody want curtains. Got it? So we want to talk about that this morning. Now, how do I see supernaturally? Well, I'm a believer in Christ. I'm going to have faith in God. I'm going to believe Him. And I'm going to have hope in Him. And where does that faith and hope come from? It comes from the Word of God. Faith, say it with me, comes by hearing, keep going, and hearing the Word of God. That's why I don't read the Bible. You don't believe in that Bible. That's all Satan. He knows if you read the Word, believe the Word, you're going to be freed up. And you're going to fight. Your marriage is going to be stronger. You're going to be a better man or a better woman. You're going to love people, man. It's going to change your life. You can believe that Bible, man. I don't understand all them these and dows. You know why I use the King James Bible? I'm going to tell you. What was the Bible I got saved at? That little country church in Carolina. I still use it. I'm one of the only ones that seem to do it. Preacher-wise. I don't give a hoot. People say, well, I like an easier version to read. They've done studies on all these versions. Guess what? The King James that I read comes up on a fifth grade level. Yeah. Perfect for me. <laughs> it ain't diversion. It's the diversion that Satan gives us. And we don't get in his word, man. Because he knows you're going to be freed up. You're going to be freed up. You're going to start to see things differently. You're going to start to see with just one eye, but two eyes. What? Thy word have I hid in my heart. Psalm 119, that I won't do what? Sin against God. How many were really good at sinning? I mean, you were really good at it. Let me see some man. <laughs> Isn't it amazing how you can get in God's word? And now you can see how stupid you were? Yes or no, Amen. Isn't that great? And you can see some pitfalls that you don't want to fall back into again. Amen. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet. It's a light unto my path, man. We're talking about vision, seeing supernaturally. Don't you want the light on in your life? Say, when trouble comes, don't you want instead of the darkness, the darkness, man, if I'm consumed by the trouble, man. Don't you want the light switch flipped on? Well, look at this. The entrance of your word gives what? Light. And it gives understanding to the who? Simple. Guy like me from Rockingham. Oh, yeah. Are y'all hearing some beeping sound? Whatever. Don't listen to it. Drive me up the wall. I'm, I'm being challenged today. Seeing devil through trouble. Rocking a hard place, Raj. Now, I want to give you a scripture. Every once in a while, I'll give you a scripture. And I'll say, you should memorize this. This is one of those times right here. This is a great scripture to memorize. Don't you see this thing? It is good for me that I have been what? Afflicted. Does that sound like fun, being afflicted? That I might learn your what? Statute. Say that out loud with me. Let's learn it. Here we go. It's good for me that I've been Afflicted. 
that I might learn your statutes. See, faith doesn't come by you going to a church meeting and hooping and hollering and jumping up and down, running around, flopping like a chicken. I got me some faith now. Doesn't say that in the Bible. It says faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. It says affliction's going to come in your life and you're going to learn truth. It's going to change your life. It's going to be powerful. Now here's my interpretation. It ain't my interpretation. It's just me saying this verse a little different. Here it is. Say it out loud. Trouble has been good for me because it calls me to pay attention to God's precepts. One more time. Trouble has been good for me because it calls me to pay attention to God's precepts. Y'all hearing me this morning or not? Okay. What do you see through trouble? What do you see when trouble comes? Well, I have faith, I have hope. My faith comes from God's Word. He gives me light in my life. I can see my way out of this mess. Y'all hear me or not? Come on. What do you see through trouble? Pay attention and you will see what? Oh yeah. Trouble's been good for me. Trouble's made me a better man. Trouble's made me a far better pastor. I hate to tell you, a lot of preachers can't get on stage and even preach a message like this. <laughs> trouble happens, man. Open up and tell the folks about your trouble. What's wrong with that? They got it too. Yes or no, amen. Come on. Yeah, praise the Lord. Good. Come on, praise the Lord. We need a little relief valve going off in here. Come on. So, it's through trouble. Say it with me out loud. It's through trouble that spiritual growth is activated and what? Where between a rock and a hard place come from? Or statements like this. No pain, no gain. You know, I mean, that's the way it is. You know, to, to get to no up, you got to be down, baby. You understand? That's called life. That's called life. And trouble to the Christian, to the Christian, instead of Christians whine all day long. Lost people save people. I would have to admit, I'd say, or lost people and so-called church people. I'll call it that right there. I'd say church people whine more than lost people. Isn't that sad? That's sad right there. Whine, whine, whine. Why God let it? I just want to pop them upside the head. You think you whining to me is going to get you better. Yes or no, say. You're going to get better now. You whine to the preacher. I don't mind counseling. I don't mind talking to you. But guys, I don't want to leave you the way I find you. I want you to get stronger in the Lord. You hear me or not say. And God wants this for you. He wants to help you with your trouble in your life. It's amazing the people that come to see me for trouble. <laughs> it's funny. A lot of it is not that hard. I, I'm listening and a lot, and I, this wasn't in the message, but a lot of it I'm sitting across the desk and I'm like, they don't know I'm going... This is so simple. But their sky's falling. But they're just seeing with that one eye. They're not seeing double vision. 
And it might not be that they're not a Christian. It just they they haven't gotten into God's word. They don't know God's word. They don't they haven't applied that. And the, and the spirit of God is we're limiting God, the Holy Spirit, on His help to us. Does that make any sense? Here's what James says, my brethren, count it all joy. That word means leap, leap. My brethren, leap. When you fall into diverse temptation or different kinds of testing or trouble comes in your life. Brethren, count it all joy. Leap when trouble comes into your life. Knowing this, that the trying of your what? Faith. I believe God. I believe God. I believe His Word. That works patience in my life. So this trouble tests my faith. It's like working out. Coach Southwell leads weightlifting. It's amazing how he's seen little scrawny kids transformed into these like incredible Hulk-looking people. They can't lift doodly squat. Now they can pick it all up. That's like the way we are. Trouble is our coach. And that's how we get patience. The trying of your faith is going to work patience. But we got to do what? Say that verse 5 with me. But we got to let patience do what? Have her perfect work. We got to let trouble work, but we short circuit it. Somebody cheats on us, so we go cheat on them. Ha ha! Gotcha! You ain't got nothing now but more trouble. You hear me or not? When are we ever going to get to the place in our life where we realize God's Word is the right way for my life? Put Him to the test. See if I won't bless you. This is huge, man. Let patience have a perfect work that you might be what? That word perfect means mature. Aren't you ready to grow up? Aren't you ready to grow up the last years, whatever God's got in your life? Aren't you ready to finally live life with purpose and meaning and to get it? And maybe change that bad, stinking attitude you've got and the running your mouth and all that. And it's all just dressing is all it is. God wants you stronger. He wants you entire wanting nothing. We're almost done. We're getting there. Here's, a, here's another way I put it. Say this out loud. Count it all joy when you fall into trouble. It's a great opportunity for you to see. One more time. Count it all joy when you fall into trouble. It's a great opportunity for you to see how many in your life, let's be honest, trouble came to your life. It hurts you so bad. But if you want to be honest, it was the very thing that changed your life and set your life on a totally different upward path. Can I see some hands? Isn't that a beautiful thing? Can we thank the Lord? Let's just thank the Lord. Is His words true? Amen. So, let's keep looking. I'm going to be famous. I'm telling you. I'm telling you one day. Seeing double through trouble. Here's what you can see through trouble when you pay attention. Now, so far, we looked at Psalm 119. We looked at James. I want to finish real quick by looking at 2 Corinthians. 
what can I see when I have trouble in my life? Now, there, you see a lot, man. You see a lot, a lot. God wants to help you. Okay? So I want to read these scriptures. Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Remember that first verse we put up from Corinthians? The natural man can't receive the things, the, the things from, from the Lord because they are spiritually understood. They're spiritually perceived. So this is what God has for you. See, look, blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. What do you get when you are in trouble and you trust the Lord and you believe His Word and you have faith in Him and you have hope like we've been talking about this series? What can, what can happen in my life? What can happen? Well, I'm going to see that God is merciful. That's number one. What does the word mercy mean? It means price paid. The word mercy means... Jesus Christ died for all the crap in my life and all the evil I've done. Now, wouldn't that be nice to see when you're in trouble? Wouldn't that not be nice to see that instead of your attention going, oh, poor pitiful old me, oh, how bad I got it. Wouldn't it be nice instead you saw, well, thank you, Lord, for saving a wretch like me. That's what God wants to give you. Yes or no? Y'all hearing me or not? You're so merciful to me. You, I won't go to hell. I know this is hard, but I ain't going to hell. Woo! Y'all hear me or not? But some of you would say, oh, hell's bad, but it's as bad as what I'm going through. That's how warped you are. No, hell's pretty bad. Weeping and gnashing of teeth. The worm dies not in hell. Pretty bad. Look at this next one. Here's what you see in trouble. God is the source of all comfort. Mercy, price paid. He paid the price. Jesus on the cross. He rose from the dead so I can be saved. But then, look, look. He didn't leave me alone. I'm not alone. He sent me the comforter. I have His Spirit in my life and He walks beside me. I can make it through anything. Y'all hear me or not? I'm a goofball, ain't I? This is what you see when you have spiritual eyes. Now, my eyes ain't better than yours. We got the same eyes. But maybe one of us has looked into the Word and believes the Word, and the other one ain't looked into the Word or don't believe the Word. This is for every one of us. Y'all hear me, yes or no? Keep looking. What do I get, Rods, from 2 Corinthians? Who comforts us in all our tribulation, our trouble. That we may be able to comfort those which are in their trouble. By the comfort where we with ourselves were comforted of God. What can I get through trouble? What can I see through trouble? Well, here's what I see. God comforts me in my trouble. And because He did that, I can do that for somebody else. Every time I mention my marriage, how hard it was, 27 years and being left and hurt, and the hurt it caused my family, it hurts me every time I say it. But I say it to comfort you. Do you hear me or not? And people will throw stones at me. Ah, oh, Pastor Clark, he's been divorced. People literally talk about me like that. But you know what? I love you, and, and the risk of me getting some th rocks thrown at me 
is worth me taking the trouble I went through in my life and helping you. (laughs) Amen. Because that's the Bible. Yes or no? I don't know. I've always got more help from somebody that understood what I was going through than getting help from somebody that don't know any clue about what I'm going through. Keep looking. Number four. For as the sufferings of Christ abound in us, so our consolation also abounds by Christ. The more we suffer trouble, ooh, look at this, the more God showers us with His comfort. What? I don't want no trouble. Well, then the shower ain't coming. The bath ain't coming. The dancing's not coming. You understand or not? The more I have trouble in my life, and I've had plenty, the more He becomes more real to me. And honestly, it makes me feel younger. With Him on my side, I'm doing pretty good, even with a bad shoulder. I should use this one. I'm going to hurt later. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) Keep going. And whether we be afflicted is for your consolation and salvation, which is effectual enduring the same sufferings which also we suffer, whether we be comforted is for your consolation and salvation. What can God, what can I see through trouble? When we are weighed down with trouble, look at this, look at this, it's for others people, sit with me, comfort and what? Did you know there's been countless people saved, saved because of my mother's murder? Oh, yeah. The testimony that I have of a mother who put her faith in Christ, who was a martyr for Jesus Christ, has led countless people to Jesus Christ. And that's a fact. God can use that. He can use our trouble. And I know it hurts. It hurts. But once you start to see the way God sees things... All things work together for good to them who love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. All When you start seeing the way God sees and having His vision that He wants for your life, you can just see things different. You hear me? Doesn't mean it doesn't hurt, but isn't it good that the hurt can help somebody? That's positive, man. Powerful. When we're comforted, we'll certainly be better able to comfort others, and they will be better able to do what? Endure their trouble. Well, I'm a Christian. Come go to church with me. I love you bringing people to church. They get to hear messages like this and worship and put their faith in Christ. But guys, people need you. (laughs) They need you to open up. That's like that fight club. What they do, the young men, and all men can be a part of that. But the bottom line is, when you have a man talking to a man or a woman talking to a woman, you can start to open up and talk. And man, you, you might find you're not alone. Especially when you have God's Word. Keep looking. And our hope of you is steadfast, knowing that as you're partakers of the sufferings, you'll also be of the consolation. What's all this mean? As we share trouble together, we're going to also share God's what? When I talk about my trouble, and some of you are sort of like me and you've had trouble like me, let's raise a hand and say, Pastor Gary, when you do that, it helps me. Can I see some man? It helps me, Pastor. It helps me with the crap I've gone through. See what that does? 
We're together, man. I'm not better than you. If you ever think somebody's better than you, they can't comfort you. You're not good enough. That's why you matter. You have value. You hear me? We would not, brethren, have you ignorant. Paul writing of our trouble, which came to us in Asia. We were pressed out of measure, above strength, and we thought we were going to die. Number eight, here's how you see trouble. You shouldn't hide your trouble. It's not that I ain't saying talk about it. I'm just saying don't whine about it. Would it be nice to be able to talk and have a testimony and use your trouble to help people? Yes or no? You're not going to be able to do it if you're hiding it. Because they're going to think you're a Christian. You're perfect. Because that's what we do, don't we? Yes or no? We think we're bad. They don't get it because they're good. Don't hide our trouble. That's what Paul said. Paul said, I was pressed. We were pressed. I was crushed. I was crushed. Out of measure. I was overwhelmed, man. Above street. Beyond my ability. I couldn't make it. It would have been easier for me to kill myself. It's all right to talk like that. It's the truth. It's what Paul said. We didn't think we were going to live through it. That's how you see trouble. i got to quit. But we had the sentence of death in ourselves that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God which raises the dead. We had the sentence of death on us, but Paul says this. We expected to die, and because of that, we expected to die, and because of that, here's what trouble will teach you. Say it out loud. We learn to stop relying on ourselves and start relying on I've always been a reasonably talented individual. I don't know why. But people like me, it's harder for us to rely on God. I always was a starter in sports, always the top of my class, always was out front leading. Who needs God when you're me? <laughs> And God has a way of allowing trouble to humble us. And when we're humbled, if we humble ourselves, He'll do what? He'll lift us up. And that's what He's done with trouble in my life. Trouble's been good to me. It's caused me to know God's precepts. He's the only one who can raise the dead. And if He can raise the dead, He can sure get me out of this crap. Amen. Who delivered us from so great a death and doth deliver in whom we trust and yet he will deliver us. And oh, by the way, oh, by the way, he did rescue us, Paul says, and he will rescue us again and again and again. We learn to place our confidence and trust in God and we start believing that he will continue to do what? Raj, I quit. I'm late. Would you say it out loud? Trouble. It's been good for me because it's caused me to. How many would say, Pastor Gary, trouble has been the best teacher in my life? <laughs> That's a lot of people. Let's thank the Lord for His Word. We're done. Amen!